quick hello and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Okay, Bob. Thanks for having me, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. You got me out of a tricky situation. I could just sing Burkay Bob, which is actually quite a cool name. Um, talking of names, obviously on this show, first thing we do is look at your brand SERP. There's your brand SERP. Um, I would imagine your name is fairly unique. Um, yes. Is that correct? Yes, that's that's a quite unique name. I have never seen any Burkay outfielders before. Brilliant. Okay. And so unique names are absolutely delightful. And as you can say, see for us, we've already got our place there in the images. And I wanted to show that as well, because we've got the images going almost all the way across the screen. They mm. move over from the right rail into the left rail, which is unusual. It's a feature Google are trying out. Anybody who's interested in this geeky stuff, join the CaliCube Knowledge Panel and Brand SERP support group, and we can help you with that. But I started to get interested in your name because I saw that there are only 373 results. So not only have you got a unique name, but you haven't done much online. So I then looked at all the other tabs, and we've got very small numbers in every single Google result. And in fact, this show is dominating. Mm -hmm. So we've got 373 in the all overview. We've got nothing at all in Google News. Only so, 75 results in the videos, and the images stop after about 20. I'm astonished. I've never seen so little content around a person's name or a company name in Brandsurp universe. And last thing, and then we can talk about it, you tell me why, is I thought, well, maybe in Turkey or in Turkish. Nope, same problem. Exactly the same thing. In Turkey, in Turkish, 447 results. So unique name, and no real online presence. Why? That may be because of the nature of my uh, job and business. And I'm working, think about me like a, a company doctor. And right. uh, people have uh, issues and problems in their businesses. And I help them out. I catalyze them. And I uh, help them out with the consumer experience, the customer experience, B2B, B2C experiences. And then I leave the conversation. And um, that may be the reason why I'm not that active and I'm not, I don't have any products or services direct to the consumer. So that, I, mm. I, I think that may be the reason why I don't have uh, that much of presence at the moment. Right. But I should really but definitely focus on that. Yeah, well, you're, you're lovely because you're a unique case in terms of both your name and the amount of <laughs> online uh, information there is about you. And that made me very curious. Thank you for answering the question. Really quickly, sure. before we get talking about the EOT, enough of things and fidgetal explained, I mean, my immediate reaction was enough of things, that sounds really interesting. Fidgetal, <laughs> no idea what that means. Makes it incredibly interesting. Can you give me the 30-second summary of what we're going to be talking about? So we're going to be talking about um, the new chapter of the book. So we are now uh, writing a book in history and everything is pouring on us, digital, physical, you know, the new technologies and everything. And we have all these technologies on one side and in the other side, there is the society. So that's why we need a tool to blend and create a fruitful blend of all these together and create a digital experience. That's what I would explain. 
Right, okay. So from my perspective, and I don't know about the audience, still doesn't make sense. So that's the aim of this episode. You need to transfer from your brain into mine exactly what that means. Yeah. So before before we get going, really quickly, um, you're listening to the Branded Search and Beyond with Jason Barnard, producing partnership with Wordlift, who are an amazing company in Rome who have an AI-powered SEO tool that does the heavy lifting for you. They're wonderful and genius. And our featured Calico Pro agency is Site Strategics, company run by this guy, Erin Sparks, who's delightful. And they use Calico Pro as an agency for entity SEO. If you're interested in an agency, please do contact us. We're the ultimate platform for brand SERPs and knowledge panels. You are listening to Branded Search and Beyond with Jason Barnard. Now, back to the show. Enough of things and fidgetal explained. You're about to explain to me again, because I'm slow at understanding. Off you go, Bo. Yeah. Well, the, the term fidgetal sounds like a um, exotic fruit. Yeah. I know. This is, this is not oh, yeah. easy to you know, um, uh, understand in the first, uh, uh, at first, uh, but, the digital, uh, I'll try to keep it as simple as possible, is a very good and fruitful blend of physical experiences and digital experiences together. Thinking of a brick and mortar retail. Right. In the, in the regular retail, in the conventional retail uh, stores, we go to a store, we have the racks, we have the clothes, and we try them on the uh, in the cabinets, and then we decide to buy it or not. Yep. In a digital experience, this can bring the whole experience into a next, next level by having an app which you don't have to wait in the queue for the uh, cabinets to try. Even uh, you don't have to have the clothes with you to try the cabinets. You just need a mirror and you just need a smart digital uh, solution at the cabinet to try the clothes on. And you can just, you know, swipe the clothes and see it on your uh, self on the mirror. Right. So that can be, that we can call it like a very good example of um, digital experience. Right, okay, so because I come from the world of the web and one of the first <laughs> things I did way back in 1999 or 2000 was build a thing where you could put clothes on uh, the blue dog and yellow koala that I was creating with my ex-wife. Mm -hmm. Sounds like those children's games where you dress up the doll, which theoretically you could you can actually do now, if not even theoretically, on some online stores, you can dress a model in the clothes. So you don't even know, need to go to the store. No. Um, but this not is taking all. it to the next level of seeing yourself. Go ahead, sorry. And also, first we have to define it digital, and which we explained. Uh, however, at the same time, while we are implementing all these technological tools in our daily lives, we should be really aware of the social impacts, the after effects of this revolution. Right. That's where enough of things comes to the table. Right. Okay. So 
what you're saying with fidgetal, we're going to get more and more involved in the technology with the physical world in these shop examples and even online, which is simply digital, but a similar experience. I'm yeah. stuck on the clothes example. And it's going to ruin society? It's not. It's, I, I don't call it ruining, but uh, that digital experience has to be carefully designed and we shouldn't discard people in the real world. Which is what I did. I immediately said, you just go online and you use a model and you, you do the clothes and the people no, are no, no longer in the equation. I've just okay. bought online. Then ask this to yourself. What is this uh, lady that are showing you to the cabinets? Uh, what's that lady going to do if she's laid off from the store? Right, yeah. Good. Well, uh, yeah, we're in that world at the moment in the sense yeah, that... And this is really concerning me a lot because mm. the, the, uh, the, the, the population is growing really fast. It's slowing down, but still fast. But the number of jobs that are uh, the, the, the layoffs, with the layoffs and everything, the number of jobs are shrinking, especially in the low-level uh, jobs. Uh, and those people have to do something to live their life and while living their life not everyone can be a uber driver no or not everyone can be a instacart uh, delivery person yeah and not everybody can build technologies to put clothes That's on exactly people in the situation so we are living in an era that we have to find the social and anthropological you know solutions uh, to solve this problem that is going to be coming in the next 10 years. Right. And it, when you say designing digital to account for that, what kind of things are you thinking of? Well, you know, uh, especially uh, while you're creating a digital experience, yes, being more technology, but we still have to, for, for, for a certain uh, amount of time in the future, we still have to consider the people who are in the real world, in the physical world, that are serving for, the, for this purpose. Because, mm. you know, um, having a total digital experience, yes, it's fantastic. And I love digital experiences. I love using technology in my daily life that, can, that leverages my life that uh, can enhances my life. However, at the same time, uh, when you leave the, uh, if you don't go to a store anymore, you, you can see on uh, Fifth Avenue, like a lot of stores being closed. Hmm. And now a lot of uh, office buildings are turning into residential buildings now in New York City. So no. there's like a huge change going on. And with all these, uh, when we discard people from our lives while in, in, involving more technology in our lives, we should also find a solution too because it's going to be yeah. like a... We, we shouldn't be driving them to, you know, drugs, to theft, or to any other, you know, um, um, bad influence in the society. Right. So yeah, society needs to adapt alongside the, the, the fundamental yeah. changes of digital. And the thing about uh, you were talking about COVID pandemic, that's accelerated the process because we've all got used to buying yeah. from home uh, and not meeting each other yeah, anymore. Just two years. Everything yeah. has suddenly changed. 
We have empty stores. We have, you know, uh, checkout, um, uh, self-checkout points in almost every, you know, supermarket. And those like 20 registers, they have now only two, 18 people. Let's put five of them in the store. And where are the others? <laughs> yeah, no, well, that, a couple of interesting points. I, I live next to my supermarket. And I walk to the supermarket and you, you literally, I think it must be 18, maybe it's 15, yeah. 15 checkouts, even at the busiest times. There's only four or five of them being staffed, and then they're using the automatic checkout. And when I go to the automatic checkout, I kind of think, well, at least it's faster. That's cool. But I'm actually quite glad when it beeps because I'm trying to buy beer mm -hmm. and somebody has to come and badge it because I don't look like I'm 18 years old. Yeah. And I like the fact that, that a physical human being comes over and says, here you go, badges, and smiles at me. And that's going to be a huge, huge loss is that human connection that I'm going to miss personally. I already miss it, and it's hardly even yeah. started. And I don't want to find ourselves in the next 10 years in one of those, you know, um, uh, animation movies that we get fatter and fatter, and uh, we just eat food, and we just uh, do the, uh, the keyboard work only. Right. I, I can name that film, and it's Wally. -E. Yeah, um, yeah. And they're all in the spaceship and Wally's cleaning up Earth because we've made a total mess of it. It's a really great film. It's and Wally, which is the, the robot, doesn't speak. And yet he communicates or she communicates incredibly well throughout the film. It's, it's a brilliant film. I'm a huge fan of uh, animated yeah. cartoons. Yeah. yeah, and in the future, I will see digital, especially in the brick and mortar businesses, I will see uh, digital as the old ugly sister of digital. Mm. And it's going to be like, you know, um, the digital will be like smart, beautiful, talented. And <laughs> we'll bring more onto the table and we'll help people to, you know, get to the next level. Right. And so digital is going to be tomorrow's Cinderella. Um, yeah. No, sorry. Digital. Uh, yeah. uh, tomorrow's Cinderella before she transformed and digital is going to be Cinderella once she becomes the princess or something along those lines. So yeah. I'm getting obsessed by cartoons again. You shouldn't have got me into that. Can we come back to digital? Because the first thing I said is, isn't digital the relationship between my phone and Google Maps and me going into shops? And you said that's not it at all. Well, yeah, it is It is something like a digital um, experience, but you have to have an output. It's not right. only finding your way, but it needs an interaction with the product. What is digital is that you use Google Maps, looking at the buildings and right. seeing the ratings on the buildings. That's a total digital experience. Right. Okay. And in fact, Google Maps recently, I was in Rome visiting my friends at WordLift, mm -hmm. and it said, do you want to improve the accuracy of Google Maps for you today? And I, it's a point at any building. And I pointed at the most, I've picked the most boring building on purpose, yeah. a building yeah. that could have been anywhere. Yeah. And it immediately went, okay, thank you. And it, it pinpointed me within within a meter immediately. And th th there's an immense, there's an output for you. Yeah. And also when you uh, <clears throat> look, at, look into Google Photos, there's going to be um, an icon on the lower right corner you take a photo of anything, and it shows you where you can buy it. Right. So these so are for like you, that is digital. It is a digital thing because right. I, I point the camera to you. 
I uh, take a photo of you, your shirt, and I mm -hmm. know where I can find that shirt from and for how much. Right. This is like a um, simple, simple digital experience. Um, and you know, I, I, like, I like the fact, sorry, that my best idea is a simple digital experience. So I'm, I'm still the old Cinderella rather than the <laughs> new one. No, 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 no. We're getting, we're, we're, the world is pulling us there. Right. So we have no chance. We are going to be there sooner or later. And it seems like with the new evolution, step forward, uh, we will be there quite sooner than we think. And, yeah, go ahead. No, no, well, I was actually going to ask another question. And after this, we can go back to your mm -hmm. physical, digital examples. The second one with the phone that I was thinking of is what Google or we call implicit reviews, which is mm -hmm. the Android phone tracks me into a shop. Mm -hmm. It knows the shop is next door to my house. If I mm -hmm. never go back, that's an explicit bad review, an implicit, mm -hmm. sorry, bad review. And if I keep going back to the same coffee shop every day, it's an implicit positive review. Mm -hmm. Would that count as digital? Well, uh, yeah, if you drop uh, a review together with a photo mm -hmm. and having an interaction with the with this store, with the coffee shop, there with your phone, then it becomes digital. Lovely. Okay, you've made me happy because <laughs> because because that was what I had in mind. So it, it's it's a very small and baby part of digital. Can you give me another example of a more advanced step of yeah? Digital? What I, I did today, what I did today was to ask ChatGPT <laughs> the best ten uh, examples of digital. Uh, so I'm just gonna read a few of them. Brilliant. Which because you know, uh, uh, ChatGPT is the new black. And, yeah. yeah, and here uh, what it has listed is out of 10, because I limited with 10. If I asked 20, it's, it was going to bring me 20. Yeah, sure. And it's, it's unbelievable. It's magic. And that really excites me a lot for the future, because that's going to be a lot bringing on the table. And it's, it's uh, open for a lot of fundamental changes in education, in you know, business, in everything. Because that kind of information being serviced by an AI, which you were trying to find it like in hours, it brings in seconds. This is magic. <laughs> so yeah. what, uh, what ChatGPT listed me today is like, the first one is virtual reality shopping experiences in physical stores that we have talked. Right. Or it is... Um, an in-store virtual reality product demonstration. Okay. So you come to the shelf. All the pastas are there. And you scan one of the barillas. Mm. And that barilla brings to your screen the recipe of what you can do with that uh, particular um, type of uh, pasta in how yeah. many minutes and with with uh, which uh, wine okay so this is this is like a really uh, nice uh, and simple example of a uh, of a digital experience right. or okay yeah or you're in a in a in a uh, you're walking on the street in the public displays or in the public spaces 
you just uh, like like Google does. You know, you ha you have your camera on and your Google Maps on, and you just br uh, browse the street, and it brings you all the shopping uh, opportunities on that street with all the reviews and yep. all the uh, bad and good reviews at the same time. This is a great example. Yeah, and that's what we all thought was going to happen with Google Glasses 10 years ago, and it didn't. Yeah. Um, uh, but with the phone, yeah, I, I, I get that. But the thing with Google Glasses is that you couldn't get away from them, whereas with put, holding the phone up is something you can actually... Yeah, I remember the first days of it, and it was on CES in Las Vegas. Uh, people from Google were wearing those glasses in the, you know, uh, parties, and it was, like, you know, fancy and nice and beautiful, and they were telling people that, you know, this is going to be the future of, you know, uh, things. And Unfortunately, it took like around 10 years to come to this uh, point. But, you know, it's going to be way faster from now on. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were all wearing glasses and they kept falling over. That would have been really <laughs> funny. Anyway, sorry, what's the, the next idea on the list from ChatGPT? Okay. Um, let me see. Okay, the QR code sca scavenger hunt in museums and art galleries. Ooh. Or, you know, there are healthcare uh, solutions as well in digital. Because there's a patient in Singapore and in New York City, in Memorial Sloan Kettering uh, Cancer Center, the doctor can use tools, digital tools, mm -hmm. to diagnose the disease of the patient in Singapore way easier. You know, in like five seconds, they got all the reports, they got all the test results and everything, and they can provide the healthcare services remotely to the other side of the world, which is like a quite a important step in the healthcare industry as well. Or like telemedicine, after the pandemic, telemedicine like going crazy. Everyone is like bringing, you know, telemedicine solutions because people are also fine with that. You know, they don't want to, uh, they don't have time to visit uh, the doctor's uh, office mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and wait for two hours. And it's just easy. You just have it on the phone or on the Zoom uh, that you get the solution right away. So my Zoom call with my doctor, because I'm too lazy to walk down the street and go into his cabinet, mm -hmm. is digital at its simplest, a Zoom call. Yeah, that's it. But it's like a very simple way of, uh, you know, very simple digital experience. Yeah, I'm, or, still, I'm still baby steps in digital, remember. I'm, know, I'm, I'm but, 22 no, minutes into my digital career. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's going to be, uh, we're going to be like talking more and more in the next couple of years. And hopefully maybe like in a couple of months when we talk again. Uh, we can discuss more in detail about the real examples that has been, you know, done uh, yeah. so far the last three months. Well, I mean, at, at the minute, it's kind of really limited, and the simple examples are the ones that I've come up with because they're the only ones I've seen. And then you've also got Amazon with their self-checkout, where they don't even bother with the with the self-checkout. You just walk out the door and it scans everything. That's it. That's it. And you don't have you don't. And they're having huge problems. Yes, because the problem is they're also not with the in the Whole Foods in the self checkouts. They're str they're also struggling with like shoplifting because right. 
not every in every self checkout you can't put one person because it's going to be like the uh, traditional cashier uh, yeah. However, yeah. when you have the uh, the shopper and the self checkout together alone, you have the risk for shoplifting. However, mm. if uh, uh, but you you don't have the same problem in Amazon Go stores because Why? if it's not paid or if it's not scanned, it doesn't open the doors to you. Right. Okay. But that stores, the Amazon Go stores, that totally discards the people. They only have two people in the store. Mm. One for, you know, uh, putting uh, the, the, the products on the shelves and one for the security. That's right. it. But, and that, that, sorry, that just strikes two things in me. Number one is that perhaps Amazon are running before we can walk, just like Google with the glasses. And uh, the yeah, second that's, is that's, right. that's hugely illustrative of the, of the social problem that's coming. Uh, and yeah. that we need to deal with, which we can we can kind of wrap up with that in terms of the social problem is huge, mm -hmm. and most mm -hmm. people don't see it coming. And uh, also, the governments are now offering like uh, educational uh, policies uh, for uh, less fortunate uh, communities, and uh, to uh, to educate them to take part in the new uh, mm. new era. And like you know, coding uh, uh, classes for people, and uh, tuition intensives uh, mm -hmm. that uh, they 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 provide for people to educate themselves in the colleges in the U.S. because it's a serious situation. You know, they, they have you have to pay like ten thousand at least uh, yeah. uh, a semester to get educated. So not everyone has that opportunity to pay for those education. Yeah, and so these governments are like taking, stepping up, uh, and uh, creating kind of solutions. Uh, and this needs to be more and more to make sure that we won't have these consequences. We don't. We are not going to face these consequences in the next couple of years. Right, and so we have a huge retraining program that's necessary for humankind um, yeah. Yeah. across the world. But um, so we can actually end with the hugest problem, thanks to digital or no thanks to digital, depending on how you look at it. Humankind is going to have to retrain. Uh, that's astonishing. I didn't expect this conversation at all. We have one last question, which we struggled with earlier on, just having a quick look. Is mm -hmm. how can digital help with branded search? Or how does branded search tie in with digital? Um, after this conversation, do you think we're any closer to a way that the two come together? Well, uh, not the very uh, minute after this conversation, but what I see now is digital uh, is not being like um, involved in the branded search yet, mm -hmm. but it's, we're going to be hearing more and more in the next chapter of this book. So that's what we are going and uh, we will know more about digital uh, experiences in the brand search in our real lives in everywhere that's a really good answer and it's the first time and i hope the only time that we're going to have somebody who says well actually there is no real relationship today and it's because you're a precursor in the world and in your own industry already, Burke. Thank you so much. That was absolutely brilliant. It was fascinating. Um, 
Thank you, everyone, for watching. I'm now going to introduce Will Lawrenson for next week, The Key to a Perfect Website, very much more uh, on the digital side than the physical or the digital side. Will Lawrenson is super smart, delightful conversation with him. Could you pass the baton, Burke? Dear Will, I'm now passing the baton to you uh, for the next week's conversation with uh, lovely Jason Barnard. Oh, thank you. I like the lovely. You get a song for that. A quick <laughs> goodbye to and the show. Thank you, Burke Bob. Thanks for having me. I love the singing back. <laughs> oh, Cali Cube. It's all about your brand, Serp.